0: Welcome back to Cautiously Optimistic. Before we get started with episode 32, we'd like to acknowledge the recent tragedy in Las Vegas. Our thoughts, as always, are with the victims and their families.
1: Dipping sauces. Well, yo, so what's this what's this thing with Rick and I don't watch Rick and Morty. I mean like everybody loves it and everybody swears by it on Twitter and stuff, but I hear they I hear they got what's this thing that's with McDonald's, right?
2: Uh yeah, you know, it's a tough word to say, I'm not gonna lie, because it starts S C Z. Chez Sejuan sauce. Sejuan. Sez, Sesma sauce. Sesma, <laughs> Sesma sauce. If you're listening, Pause. Sesma sauce. Um yeah, so I guess they're bringing back the dipping sauce. Started as a promotional thing from Mulan. We learned from the quick clip we watched from the show. So the dipping sauce came back, or it's coming back, I guess, from McDonald's. Um, I'm not really sure what it tastes like, but it doesn't matter, because in my mind, there's only one dipping sauce you ever need, specifically for those nuggets, and that's barbecue. Okay. And I don't know what you guys think about that.
1: Well, I think it's dope, first of all, I think it's dope that, I mean, as someone I don't even watch Rick and Morty, I have no hate against or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I think it's dope that McDonald's gonna like bring it back, and from my understanding, I think it's purely because of Rick and Morty. Like they're not gonna bring it back randomly if freaking morty doesn't do this yeah no, pretty
2: much all because of that i think that's really cool every morty's fans
1: are very dedicated so that's probably a large portion of it as well um i don't know if i would say that there's only one sauce that matters because you know i love barbecue sauce but i'm a buffalo sauce guy when it comes to that especially mcdonald's carries it, which is nice it was funny that we talked about this because mm-hmm. i was at mcdonald's the other day and just rolling through the drive-through need some quick that i can eat on the drive mm-hmm. get some nuggets and you know, most drive through people are like real calm, whatever, take your order, boom, it's done. He goes, Do you want any sauce with that? And I said, Yeah, we have buffalo sauce. And he goes, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, my guy. <laughs> Straight through the, the the men or the, the window or whatever. <laughs> the And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I pull up and then he I have my Redskins hat in the in the car too, and he mm-hmm. was like, Oh, you a skins fan dog? Man, I can't even serve you this anymore <laughs> And I was like, Well it's a good thing that you know you're in the cash one, not the actual serving right? window. But and then I was like, oh, you're a Cowboys fan? And he goes, nah, I'm a Niners fan. I was like, what does that have to Why are you mad at me for being this against? Anyway, I thought that was funny to talk about sauce, but I go with Buffalo.
2: You know, there's nothing better than uh, fast food or really any uh, service person with charisma. Yeah. It makes the experience so much better. It brightens And I'm not talking it. about like at, uh, you know, Chick fil A where it's like, my reinforced. pleasure. Yeah, like where they gotta be nice to you. I'm just talking about someone who out of nowhere just comes with that extra fast food flavor. Yeah. When ordering window.
0: Yeah. Nick- there actually yeah. is one sauce. To rule them all, and yeah.
2: Can I take a guess before you even get into this? Sure. You like like sweet and sour, don't you? No, no. Okay. It's a very
0: basic sauce, but to me, it's the ketchup. sauce. Ketchup,
1: it is. Nick and puts ketchup on everything. Wait, uh, Nick, Nick is, loads ketchup this on is the everything. Whitest Let, thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And this is white guys
0: doing a podcast. Ketchup. <laughs> we are all white guys here. Ketchup, cats up. The Red Dream. Turner. Justin Turner is not the okay, Red Dream. It yeah. is ketchup. No one says ketchup put, except Joyce Harris. Shout out to our fifth grade teacher. <laughs> I will say ketchup because it deserves any name it needs. Ketchup can, can go on anything, any meat, any food. Breakfast, lunch. Any
2: meat? Wait, hold on. So
0: you put like ketchup on steaks? Yes. That's disgusting. Oh like, God, why? God. I will ruin steaks. And I'm not. I'm not. Do you put I'm, ketchup on mac and cheese? No, but I'm not ashamed to say that one time. Ooh, it's really a tough one for me to say this, but it happened. Jesse was in the building. He was in Hawaii, 6th grade trip. <laughs> I wasn't feeling any of the food options that night. I was about to say, I feel like I've seen you do a it. A spoonful of ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I actually You're clearly shit.
1: remember I clearly remember him putting, like, literal spoonful and puts it in his mouth. Like, was, multiple times, like, this is my meal. I'm
2: having ketchup tonight.
0: That is It was of, yeah, yeah was multiple the times. Process. That was a thought process.
1: We were, we were in Hawaii, like, the food was good. He was just, he's a picky eater now. He was even, like, in sixth grade, it was bad. I've, I've come a long way. I was way picky eater back then. I think I've come a long way, but still ketchup.
2: Yeah, this makes me feel good about my own eating habits. I thought I was a picky eater, but that's tough right there. This
1: also just reaffirms the fact that, like, our sauces choices with these McNuggets are think, correct. Like, because, like, ketchup is just yeah, obviously the wrong choice. And,
2: and honestly, if there wasn't another one I was going to go with would be barbecue. I mean, it'd be buffalo because you can mix barbecue and buffalo together, and that's pretty nice combination. I like I, I like
1: to have barbecue, but I don't like doing only barbecue, especially I'm getting into that twenty piece, yeah. you know, part. By the way, they I do the. I just think that barbecue. pick two for five bucks right now. I have you no could get two or ten
0: pieces for five bucks. You get a twenty piece. Barbecue for five works bucks. on many things, many options. Barbecue is a wonderful sauce. No beef with barbecue whatsoever. I'm just saying, ketchup is if ketchup's there. Ketchup's, ketchup's the only mine. option for chicken nuggets. Not the only option, but if it if it is an option. You just Best said, was, you you said no there was. You said there was one and only. You, you said mean, there was one like, sauce to rule them yeah. all, and well, that's that rules them all. It rules them it, all. It doesn't.
1: No, not even close. Everything else bows down to ketchup in my mind. I mean, yo, it's gonna be hilarious when we put this poll up on Twitter and yeah. everybody just hammers you for how trash this take is.
2: The really like in my mind, if I had to pick one between ketchup and hot sauce, for the rest of my life, I'm probably picking hot sauce. 100, actually, I'm picking hot sauce. Yeah, no, I'm too. That's an easy call, I think.
1: I mean, like, and I, can I can do, like I like ketchup a lot. I can do hot dogs plain for the rest of my can life. You do so many other Ooh. things on hot dogs. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You can do mustard too, yeah.
2: Um, speaking of hot dogs, we're going to go over to LaMelo Ball now. Uh, some breaking news. Uh, LaVar Ball uh, announced today, the first person I saw through there was uh, through Sondheimer, who covers high school yeah. sports for the Light Times. Um, but he's going to be pulling LaMelo out of high school, homeschooling him, and I believe he's going to be the professor, right? Yeah, I, uh... yeah, no, he said that he he's, is going yeah, to... Yeah, he specifically, which is kind of crazy because I, I, I heard the headline in that figured, all right, they're going to get a tutor. But then I saw a lot of referencing to him being the professor, which is very confusing.
0: Yes, the venerable Ramona Shelburne actually spoke to Lavar after Eric Eric Sondheimer from the LA Times. Mm-hmm. Ramona uh, had this quote here from Lavar saying, I'm not dealing with the coach over there. It's a new coach. And I don't like him one bit. He's on track for UCLA, but he doesn't have to be dealing with those knuckleheads. I'm not letting mess with his head anymore you can put that on the principal and the coach over there you know what he's not on
1: track for anymore
0: ucla uh i mean i figured at this point with the
2: whole shoe deal before they even got to ncaa had to deal with that he's just gonna go to europe i think
1: i don't know i mean it, you're, it's, you're okay you're robbing a he's 15 right yeah 16 maybe now i'm not saying it's the right thing to do i'm just
2: saying that i think it was inevitable that was gonna happen
1: it's so terrible and he would have went to UCLA. I think mm-hmm. I, I think 100% he would have went to UCLA before he went to Europe if he stayed. Like, that's... Yeah, probably. He, he kind of, to me, all those boys kind of feel like... Uh,
2: well, I would say mama's boys, but they're obviously not mama's boys. They're daddy's boys, you know? And, and they want to stay close to home. They like being, you know, UCLA probably an hour, two hours from Chino. Um, and now being on the Lakers for Lonzo as well is kind of a blessing for him, I'm sure. But... It would be hard to imagine him just going overseas without like Lavar for Lamelo. Just because I feel like when I, when I see Lamelo, you know he's only 15, obviously. So you know you're gonna have parents everywhere, but I just feel like their relationship relationship is is kind of like so back and forth. And he, he still has so much to learn. It's hard to imagine that in two years he could just kind of go across. it.
1: I completely you agree. Know? But this is the thing. This is the thing with him pulling his son out of out of school, and not only school. Like this is because of I mean Lonzo and this family there. Chino has become one of the most popular and under the microscope schools in the nation, high schools. So, like, you're pulling him out of the limelight, like, you're, you're doing this, but you, where is he going to go to college? He, well, has yeah. to, he has to get grades to get into UCLA still. Well, I
2: mean, you can just go get, you know, the Bryce Harper route. You know, he left high school when he was 15 and a half. Got his uh, high school equivalency equivalency degree. You get a, yeah, you get a GED and then yeah, you know it's but it's not the unthinkable thing other people have done it before. It, it, it's happened. But before. then he went to but then he went to community college. Yeah, he went for a year just so he could get drafted.
1: Right? Exactly, <laughs> Le, Lamar or Le, sorry, Lamelo is not going to go to a community college and play basketball.
2: I mean, we don't know that, but probably not. Yeah, I mean, he, he would probably go to overseas first, but that's an option, I guess. But then. College, on, the, the, first thing, 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 the first thing though, is college baseball at community college is way different than community college and basketball. I completely People All no, the time, I, and so that's why that's community really, college of baseball that's is way. That's not a really comparable thing to do. You know, you can go to community college and get drafted. But you just compare it
1: to him. That's what I'm saying. Um, but that's we've never seen it before. Why couldn't he do that either? You know, no one said that you can't do that. Because it's not going to prove anything. If he goes to community college and balls out, that does nothing for his no, Yeah, That's true.
2: He's not good enough to do that at this point either. He's not like a, a generational player like LeBron. No. Let's say he left high school at 16. I, I also think college. that's
0: part of the, the reason why LeBron did this. You know, it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting move pulling him out of the, almost the, the ball process of, you know, go to Chino, go to UCLA, go to the pros. Lonzo's in the pros. To the Lakers. To the Lakers, of course, yes. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big... Uh, Ball in the Family fan as you guys know I've been watching every episode and recently we've been seen some is- some issues with LaMelo and his maturity yes he is the youngest one he's 15 or whatever turning 16 but he seems to be as I mentioned before he seems to be getting a little a little much too soon perhaps and uh, LeVar has expressed his frustration with his maturity and yeah. although LeVar does believe he's as quoted as saying that LaMelo is going to be the best one of the three brothers it's interesting to see him kind of take a different route with him maybe because he sees some pressure building with Lonzo and uh LiAngelo kind of doing their path pretty well so far. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's as you said, Sully, it, it has been proven to work this path of you know leaving high school early, and mm. it, Bryce Harper is a great example. Where did it work in basketball? <clears throat> that's a good point. Qu- that's a good question. You know, I mean, Brandon Jennings isn't necessarily a failure, but I mean, he, Brandon he, Jennings has
1: had two decent seasons in the NBA. NBA.
2: In, a, in a much larger scale of things, he's having a very nice NBA career. He's going to be a ten-plus year NBA. He's career. had a long career. Yeah, I mean, anyone would
1: be happy about that. Not the ball family. I mean, yeah, but that's pretty unrealistic. But I'm saying he is in the ball family, and, and it's not anyone. Like, if
2: well, the sad thing is that if uh, if Jello had that, you know, if he became a 10 year veteran, Lavar would be like, "You really did good for yourself." But if Jello yeah. or LiAngelo did that, he wouldn't have the same reaction. It'll be interesting to see. You know, obviously in the next couple of days, I think more and more details will come out about it. Um, who knows what will happen in the end? I wouldn't even be surprised if he ends up going back to some high school, maybe even Chino Hills.
0: Chino Hills, or Chino Hills just becomes relevant again, um, because there's no I mean, ball. They, they, I mean, they I have,
2: have a better player than um, Limeo, yeah. so Yeah, Lamella's not the best it, player it on will, his team. It will
0: be interesting to see how yeah. the recruiting still shakes out with you know the, the last of the balls well, passing through. But
2: Well yeah, Let's travel down the 60, hop on the 5, get up on Stadium away. Oh, okay. and I was wondering where you are going, where we're it's driving. A, it's a left there, right of <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the ravine for yeah. a little playoff baseball. The Dodgers either take on the Rockies or the Diamondbacks once they play earlier in the week and
1: uh first of all just even real quick i think we're all in agree maybe i'm wrong i have not asked you guys i'm just yeah. kind of assuming here we, we all agree guessing we all agree we want the rockies
0: yeah i mean i think i do um
1: you know no i want the diamondbacks you okay do you want the diamondbacks and i'm not saying we wouldn't beat the diamondbacks i don't want to I mean, play i don't want to play in coors field in a <clears throat> playoff series I don't so want it's, it's more that it's field. not like if it came down to it and I knew we were gonna win, like mm. 100% guarantee, like I already know the outcome, I would I'd rather play the Diamondbacks because it would just feel sweeter. Well, it wouldn't matter who we play if we knew we were gonna win. Yeah, but it just, I'm saying it <laughs> would feel sweeter. Yeah. Beating the Diamondbacks than the Rockies in a series. For sure. But they sketch me out more.
2: Yeah, I just think they have better starting pitching, a better end of the bullpen with Bradley, um, especially with Bradley. I, know, the I feel like
0: Bradley's bullpen. the only end of the bullpen piece that is a reliable piece for them in the bullpen. Everybody else is kind of. I mean, Fernando Rodney
2: has been a top five closer this season. Obviously, has been susceptible to failure in the past and has blown a lot of games, many games against the Dodgers, in fact. Yeah. And every time he does come in, I kind of feel like the Dodgers have a good chance. I agree with that. But Bradley, in the eighth inning, it is a pretty big deal because, you know, even just getting the ninth, it's hard to produce runs with only three outs like that. So be able to chip away before you get to that part. If we are down, it becomes a lot harder when you have someone like Bradley in there. And Colorado just. Doesn't have that kind of bullpen. They really don't have any bullpen. If you get through well, their starters, I mean, have, can you name one? I mean, name two Colorado Rockies starters That's right a pretty out. good.
0: Well, the starter. I mean, the starters. Name are two not, starting could just Colorado. Rockies. John Gray, Kyle and, Freeland. John Gray is really the, that's also, the only yeah. one I know. But, but I'm saying so. I'm you guys saying, know combined two. I, I feel, yeah, that's why just, I that's just that's saying. I know. I'm, that's uh, why Nick, it I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Name one person the Rockies bullpen. The bullpen is they. They have the closer Greg Holland. They have Ottavino, the pretty solid reliever. Actually, I don't know say his name. I, I think it grew up. up the kid. His last name. I don't time. know who that is. So you guys both look. He was me, on my I... fantasy team for a month, and he just didn't
2: cut <laughs> it. He wasn't <laughs> that,
1: that a good. Guy. But I'm anyway, saying, like, I I, I would much rather. I mean, yeah, Coors is not a fun place to play because they hit there, and they're good at hitting there, and they have a nice little lineup. But I'd I'd feel much more comfortable because I think our 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 lineup's better.
2: Yeah, and on top of that, like you can look your line to lineup as far as like you know you can say Arenado and Goldschmidt are both kind of like. Uh, Potent against Kershaw, more so than Mm anyone in the past. Um, Besides maybe like Buster Posey, but beyond that, you got to look lineup to lineup with Lamb and now JD Martinez in Arizona. um, They're they're pretty good, and you know obviously they got Blackman, they got Arenado, they got a lot of weapons. Cargo in in Colorado, but I just feel like the Dodgers have pitched a little better there. And when it comes down to it, just having no pitching for the Rockies makes such a big difference. It's like they just don't have any big game pitchers. That's what I'm saying.
1: Game two, or I guess game one, would be Freeland, who's a rookie. Like,
2: I mean, I don't even know where they would start. It depends on who they start in the wild card to and where they go to game two. Yeah, they're going with Gray in the
0: wild card game yeah. on Wednesday against Green Key. So that's Green and Gray. It's in Arizona. So it's chances are Arizona will win, this, yeah. will win that game. I would say on. so. Yeah,
2: I mean, they're favored for sure. I think they're the better team for sure. Yeah. Um, which is why but it's right it's a, it's a one game yeah it's just a one game deal. Looking around I, I mean well sorry we'll stick on the dodgers I guess right now before we go throughout the league. Um, so before we worry about anything else the Dodgers have yet to set their 25 man roster. Um, so I've written out who I think is my 25. Um, I don't know if you guys took the time to do that but you know there's certainly a group of players we can all agree on and then maybe five or six rust the five or six last spots that yeah, yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think we can
0: discuss think. the fringe players here. In yeah, game. more so. so do yeah, you, we're going to see there.
2: Kershaw. Well, hey, let's start with this rotation: Kershaw, Darvish. I think the last week solidified with with Hill and Ooh, Wood. Dude. Obviously, I know I was pulling for Ryu last time big,
0: tough last time. But that time, last yeah. start just it yep. just
2: puts him out. I don't think it puts him out of the playoff roster. We'll no. get to that um, starters. As far as what's in question, the outfield depending on the matchups, the catcher. Who do you guys want? Barnes, Grandal. Would you have a preference at this point?
0: I think you take both because Barnes. Yeah, well, I'm, really. obviously take, I'm talking yeah. about his starting. Oh, uh, Grandall. Grandal. I think Grandall just has He's been favorites. hot recently, too. So yeah, he's definitely been better. You can, uh, utilize Barnes more in a late game situation because he can play multiple positions. He can come into, play, he can come into catch when you need to as a pinch hitter. Yeah. I think Grandall is a little less versatile, so you just start him. He, I think he knows the pitching staff a little bit better. Um, Kershaw prefers Grandal.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, they make a really big deal about that. Beyond Kershaw, I don't think it really matters. No, yeah. Kershaw's very picky about those things. Barnes, if you look at his defensive metrics, has been just as good. Look at his pitch framing, he's been just as good. He's caught an entire 162 games this season, so I think he knows the pitching staff just as well. No, he does. Well. I would start him, but because grandal has been hot over the last week, I feel pretty comfortable. Like you said, he's so versatile. He can start at second base. He can start in the outfield. He can hit late off the bench. It's probably better to keep him he's been a great pitch hitter yeah okay. just yeah he's been the best pitch hitter on the team besides Aegon but he's obviously and, not be on the roster. and it's
1: been cool I think I think the whole thing where Dave Roberts kind of came out and announced that Barnes was gonna get more starts mm-hmm. and more time throughout the end of the year yeah lit a fire under Granddaw. Absolutely and I think it's just whether that's exactly what he meant to do. I mean there was, it was a win win for him.
2: So why don't we just go down the line I'll say a player and for you guys a twenty five minute roster we'll go in or out.
1: Sure.
0: Um
2: let's start Curtis Granderson is he in
0: or out for you guys? Out out for, for you. I've been saying it all along. Say in. It was, it was a uh, interesting pickup. They got a good veteran presence, but he just has not produced. He, he's, the only hits he gets, well, they are home runs. He's only had, like, you know, four or five home runs for the Dodgers, and maybe mm. four or five singles too. Like he just doesn't really hit. He's batting under 150, I think. Yeah. And um, I would just rather
1: have somebody else. We can get to that, Jesse. Got it. I say in. I think he's been decent for us. I mean, yeah, obviously his average isn't great, but he's produced in some big moments. More specifically, right when we got him, he was producing a lot, but I mean, as, as early as the last home game, he hit a homer, you know, so, and again, you're right, it's only homers, but if he can come through in a playoff series and get a pinch hit homer, that's worth it right there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, I have him um, in, you know, even though he's going way below the Mendoza line, yeah. I don't even know if there's a uh, name reference you can make for 100, but he's closer to that than he is to 200. Homers are a big deal to me, as well as just playoff experience. Veteran presence. You can't, you know, you can't have enough of that on the roster. Um, and just the ability to come in big situations and I really feel like he's you know, calm at all times. It, like I said, just veteran presence in the batter's box, on the bench, wherever it may be, good to have it on the team.
1: And if not him, would it be Jock? Like? That's
2: what I was gonna say. Next guy, I would imagine Nick. If it's not Granderson for you, in and out for Jock Peterson. Do you have him?
0: I actually have him out as well. Wow. Okay. Um, I have him out too. I have just because I had Granderson. Just in. not enough at bats lately, and he just he doesn't have the right rhythm. Okay. Um, I don't think Jock is uh, preparing to make the roster. He was recently spotted at the Pasadena Dog Park uh, with his dog hanging out. Um, if he was preparing, maybe he would be. I like mean, he lives in well. Pasadena. Yeah, so he has to spend all 24 hours a day for
2: working on baseball.
1: Well, you know, Yo, that's like, that, is, that was the yeah. worst take you might have that's ever said. I think that's it, yeah. a worse take than the eating, <laughs> oh, than the ketchup on a McNugget. Like <clears throat> that's like the dudes who yeah. like see someone like a basketball player you know, this is the stuff. I see him on the boat. Like, oh, he's gonna play awful. Exactly. There's no way. There's no way yo, he can play well. There's yes, no way he can play well. Work, yo, what are you? You're eating food. Go work on your yeah. jump
0: shot. He had three French fries today. He's done. He's done for the year. That's at. the worst
1: take in sports. Well, I mean, I'm better,
0: I guess I can make a better argument and just say that. He's, he's not allowed not, to spend time with his dog. He's, it's just over. Not, he's just not a very good hitter. He's also batting below the Mendoza line recently, probably for the whole year, maybe yeah. under, around. Like right, right around there, yeah. Um, and he doesn't have the rhythm. He doesn't have the rhythm necessary. He's going to be overmatched in the playoffs. I can just see it now. If he's on the roster, he's going to be overmatched by, you know, breaking balls by really elite pitchers.
1: We all we all agree with with, with your in or out. Just your reasoning was horrific, 212 yeah.
2: 2 all 11 home runs for Jacques this year. And just not cutting it 68 strikeouts Not yeah. as nice as we'd hoped No uh. No I mean
1: guys like All these other guys Stepping up like a Barnes And Chris Taylor Like it's okay. just
2: um, I'm gonna go two for here Pitchers uh, The odd men out for the starters Ryu, Maeda For
1: you guys In
2: or out Start We'll start with Jess
1: I say both in Both in Yeah um, I mean Maeda is a guy If we really need him A long guy um, And Ryu If someone like a wood or a yeah. hill pitches two bad starts in a row. Yeah. Have him around to, if and they're saying he's not going to come out of the bullpen. So I say keep him in just in case you need him to make a start. Yeah. I think he becomes more of the
2: late inning guy. Let's say the Dodgers um, for Maeda, you know, sixth inning, pitch two innings is, is not a bad idea. They're kind of the same way they use stripling a lot of the year. Mm. Um, Nick?
0: I think Maeda's in as a long man righty of yeah. uh, the bullpen, but. I don't know It's tough With Ryu I think his last start Was basically him Fighting for a rotation spot Yeah And if he doesn't make A rotation He's not making the roster mm-hmm. So in that case I think he might be out here I think we have to Keep him out Because we have other I guess more polished relief pitchers who are lefties who better fill the role of a relief pitcher in the playoffs and I think Ryu would only be needed as a starter and we're not going to need him and he didn't really make a case for himself in the last start in Colorado where he may pitch again if they Mm face the Rockies
2: yeah and I'll go uh, for me I think I have him but like I just wrote a pretty much a straight roster without knowing who they're going to play next which I think is part of the reason uh, the last few of his are going to be decided I have them both in but I could see if the Rockies win, they take Ryu out because he's had two exceptionally bad starts there in Colorado. Yeah. Probably his two worst of the whole season. Um, so you talk, Nick, I just heard you talk about more experienced left-handers. Um, there's three really, I guess, remaining, but I think two are pretty confirmed, so we'll go with Luis Avalon, in or out for you?
0: I'm gonna keep him in. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep him in over Tony Singrani. Oh, okay. okay. I, th- I had him in as a mm. lock in my mind. Really? I didn't even think Cingrani. that was. Singrani? and Watson, are both. I, yeah, they're, I thought
2: Singrani <clears throat> is the best lefty the Dodgers have, personally. He's... Watson pitched yeah. very well, very well, too. I just think, I personally love the trade for him. I, I you know, I'll, I'll save this for a hot take later Okay. going forward in baseball, but um, in my mind, well, I'll just, you know, for me, Singrani, Watson, Stripling, Ryu, Maeda, Jensen, Fields. I think that's my whole goal then.
0: Another trade for Tony Singrani to be a lefty guy, and he, had, he started off rocky with them, but he's been much better lately. Still, Avilan, while he hasn't been maybe as dominant as Singrani's been at this moment, he's been a steady presence throughout the entire year, and he's had playoff experience. I just think you go with the guy who's been with you for the whole year, who's been that guy. Singrani had to earn his way here, and he's done pretty well lately, but I don't know, I just don't trust him. He has no playoff experience. I don't... Want to throw them in there and you know, they probably will because they traded for him and the front office wants a safe face, but yeah, I want the lefties to be. I don't know if they're same yeah. face they're doing a pretty good job, you know, like they're backpedaling well, not,
2: That was the wrong. I, get, the wrong you, I get what you mean, though. Yeah, they yeah. want to they're gonna stick with the guys that they went out and got yeah. at the deadline. Um, wow, so I guess. For you, I mean, just for all three of those
1: guys. I would say I don't, I don't <clears throat> love Avalon. Don't I don't I love don't, him either. So and, I mean, if he, I, I would say no. <clears throat> I don't want to see him much if he makes it. Um, and I know I, like Walker Buehler, for instance, didn't have the best season when he came up, but I'd be more encouraged to see him on that know. roster.
2: Singrani last 28 days, 1.13 ERA over eight innings, one to run, 12 strikeouts. Watson, yeah. I know, last eight innings has been pretty dominant as well. Um, that's just an upset in my mind. I think I, that's why I have Babylon off. I just, in, in my mind too, in this day and age, I, I had watched uh, J.P. Howell so much, and obviously, you know, he doesn't have that, uh, you know, inept a velocity for a left-hander. I think he's like 91, 92. But when it comes to the playoffs, you need dudes that throw hard. Watson and Singrani throw hard. That's um, true. So we'll get to the... The of the hot hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll get to the other um, bench spots. I mean, for me, obviously, Kike's in. He plays yeah. everywhere. Um, I think... Well, I guess we'll talk
0: about Ethier. And in, He's in, in and for me in. over in. Granderson. Yeah, I want him in. to... I, want, I, I
1: believe Ethier is better than Granderson. And I want, yeah. and I want Ether to be that I, guy. Yeah, I have them both in. Yeah, um, I, no, I, I think I right think now Ether it deserves more at-bats than Granderson, too. Um,
2: so I, I guess, like, down to the end, like, the really... I'll get to it. We talked about Barnes and uh, Yasmani Grandal earlier. So, my 25th guy on the roster, um, the last two guys I guess are interesting for me, unless I counted wrong. I want Kyle Farmer on there um, because if you're going to bring Barnes on and not have him start at catcher, that means that Grandal needs a backup. So, if you're going to use Barnes as a second base, you're going to use him as a pinch hitter, wherever you want to use him because he's that valuable, um, you need a second catcher. You just need one. So, uh, Kyle Farmer. Good hitter, situational hitter too. Um, and then another guy they brought up a couple days ago, this is just kind of a long shot. Oh, there's a guy that Tim LaCastro speedster. speedster I love it, you know. Uh, I wrote a little article for my another little thing their daughter's way talking about how if anyone on this planet earth knows the importance of a pinch runner, better than Dave Roberts. You are find me someone that knows it yeah. better, you know. Arguably the most important stolen base of all time that we're talking about, yeah. especially if you ask people in Boston. Yeah. Uh, won them game four and started that whole 3 0 comeback, the original 3 0 comeback. Uh, didn't even need one win like
0: the Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so, so I just want to confirm your pitching candidates here. Mm-hmm. So you're, you have Walker Bueller out. I have him out. Yeah. And no, you, you have Josh Fields in. I have Fields in. Yeah. And Stripling? Stripling, I have in. Stripling in. Yeah.
2: And that's where it's tough for me because. Stripling and Maeda kind of serve that same role in there, but Bueller just hasn't been effective. I love like, yeah. like you know this is such a short term thing. Bueller, I love. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be a stud, and I love watching him throw. I wanted him to do so well just because he throws gas. Like it's one of the I feel like one of the few guys that we have on our team now that you watch him throw hard. Like you watch Morrow throw, you watch Field throw. They're both high nineties guy, and you're like okay that's that's firm. He watched Bueller throw and it's like wow, this guy's yeah. really throwing hard, like they're BBs. So, he'll, once he, he'll soon figure it out, he'll be great. But this is not the year for him. Same thing with Verdugo, just didn't yeah. didn't get it done. Yeah, um, you guys have any? What, the, what is the name but that's farmer? Like,
1: <clears throat> I think he's good, but it's also a personal thing. Like, I was like, I had my finger on a Kyle Farmer jersey, like on the button, wow. and I didn't <laughs> do it. Yeah, but like, I'll do it next year, I already know. Yeah. I don't know why. Especially There's something about him. him. I just love him. I love yeah.
0: him, too. I think he gets in there. He sneaks in. He, he's kind of earned his way there. He's been hitting well in September, yeah. and it, he wouldn't have made it, I don't think, if Adrian Gonzalez was healthy, but mm-hmm. um, the spot's there for him, either yeah. him or Lacastro. Yeah. It's, I, I don't
1: think... Um, do you think LaCostra is actually going to make it? I him? have them
2: both on in mine. Um, and also, I miscounted. We can add this. Yeah. Right. It's funny. I mean, I, don't, I had
1: never personally... I mean, I, I, I know I'm not as in touch with the Dodgers farm system, um, as you guys probably are, but I never heard of this guy until three days ago. Oh yeah, me neither actually. Yeah, so it's <laughs> funny,
2: I was you know, I had written all the year like the, the beat I was kinda of on for the I yeah. thing was minor league or so I'd been doing a bunch of recaps and everything like that. And so I heard his name, but it was just like going through all the teams. It was never like I think I maybe wrote about him one time, like he had a good week, you know, yeah, the first month of the season or something like that. Um, but this guy is a is a D three guy, Ithaca College in Upper New York. Joe Davis talked about it on the broadcast for September. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was back at, with his parents at home in Syracuse, New York. He was painting the basement. That was his September little uh, little hobby there, little job. Then he gets a call from the Dodgers, and he's like, hey, you know, we need you to come run. And so, I mean, you know, speed doesn't slump, whatever baseball. A little analogy you want to yeah. use there, but... Good news, bad news. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: like... Well, did, did you hear what he said? He's like, I got some good news. Mom and Dad, I got some bad news. Oh, no, I didn't hear the, that part of the, it. The bad news uh, is, you know, the basement's not going to be finished. <laughs> good news, yeah. I'm going to the Dodgers. Yeah,
2: I mean, so we'll see. And, and he's a pretty athletic guy, too. A guy that can play six positions. So, we'll see. Um, all right, now we're going to give you our playoff predictions. You know, once the rosters are set, um, the first games will be the wildcard games. We'll start... Uh, in the annals since we were talking about it uh, we'll start with the predictions because we, who do we want to see play obviously this is a dodgers matchup so um i'll just i'll start it off here rockies diamondbacks zach at home that's pretty much what it is uh, obviously i want to play colorado but realistically i think we're going to we're destined for a matchup with Arizona. So I think that that's been the best rivalry on the West Coast this year, an underrated
1: rivalry too in baseball. Yeah, I, I think um, was
2: was just as heated as as San Francisco
1: and LA. I felt like this year. I think the Diamondbacks rivalry has been more heated than the Giants rivalry in the last three years, even. Yeah, you know, and going the Giants, back to like when Carlos Quentin was there and that whole thing. Yeah,
2: jumping in the pool. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, there's, there's many many things. Zach Grinke, and just the beef of
0: Zach Greinke. You know, obviously he has a lot of friends on have just but him and Puig are not not friends. No. So. Um, Nick? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be the Diamondbacks, I think, as well. Zach Greinke is a great playoff pitcher. He's proven that with the Dodgers. He's going to prove that with the Diamondbacks. It's at it's in Arizona. I would have picked the Rockies if this was at Coors Field, actually, but it's at Arizona. I don't think the Rockies... Uh, I, John Gray's a good pitcher. If he's going to be starting against Greinke. I just don't think... They're gonna have enough to get the job done. I think there's gonna be a big hit by one of the Diamondbacks sluggers, uh, either Lamb, Martinez,
2: or yeah, Goldschmidt. Right. Just to note, I think uh, Rocky's starting pitcher is younger than all of us, so just to <laughs> yeah, There you, you go. Yeah.
1: You know, my only thing with this, I would normally pick the Diamondbacks. Granke hasn't been great recently. No, he's not. At um, every last month. You know, I think I was like eight runs in his last ten innings, or ten runs in his last eight innings, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I I mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say the Rockies take nice, it. Nice. I really like. I think Arenado could have a huge game. Obviously, it's not like a weird hot take. Yeah. Uh, he's great. No, so I mean that possible both, MVP like.
2: Both these offenses are capable of just making. That's uh, what I'm know, a, a slugfest. I think that's what'll it end it. Like if the game ends eight nine, it would not be surprising like that. Yeah, so I'm gonna take the Rockies there. We'll go. All right, we'll go snakes tail back the other way. Uh, AL wild card game. Yankees, Twins. Uh, so you go first. Oh, you're going to toss it back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, well, is just, a, this is one of those games just, you know, when you when you think about the wild card game of baseball, that one game playing, mm-hmm. you just throw those record books out. You throw yeah, the statistics right out the window, yeah. like you just did it for the Rockies and Arizona Diamondbacks. Exactly. The, um, the Twins are winning this game. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, surprise, it was surprise, yeah, surprise. Absolutely the least shocking thing on this podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if, if I need to pick an X Factor, but I'm going to do it because it's going to be Ryan Buxton. Yes, yeah. A uh, guy I've been talking about a lot, uh, the next uh, big center fielder in the MLB, number one overall pick. Joe Maurer, wouldn't be surprised if he does a clutch hit. Irvin Santana on the bump, uh, playoff tested. I, I wouldn't imagine, I don't think he's probably great in the playoffs, but Irvin Santana, like... Forever is like a three eight ERA in my mind, you know. And I think pretty sure that's what he had this year. We've maybe had some low. big, some big. He was, he was an all star this year, and he's had a big. He was on the angel yeah, World exactly. Series team. That was I think maybe even his rookie season. Which is crazy to think that's 2 all Right, that's nuts. The longevity of his career. So, they got guys that have been there before. They got guys that are, are too young to realize what's happening. And I just think you know they they can just stop judge. That offense is so home run uh, oriented. It just takes one good day of pitching. Uh, and the
0: twins can do that. That's the thing that Sully mentioned. Uh, the pitching, the Yankees have one of the best bullpens in the majors. Mm-hmm. They have one. Luis Severino underrated, one of the best pitchers in the AL this it's season. he great. Yeah. Nobody's really talked about him that much. Um, I just think you know, there's even talk about the Yankees should do like a bullpen game and start all their yeah, good relievers. Kind of they have one guy, a, 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 who starts and relieves. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be
2: such a slap in the face And those, those like If you do that You're pretty much like Just karma Like baseball gods You lose that game for, Like thinking like oh, like we got this covered Like I remember being in community college We played this junior college Rio Honda That we always lost to Like They had a lot of elite D1 guys And this one year of My sophomore season You know we, we had this Similar type of playing game I think we are the Like the last two seasons To make the playoffs And they had this dude Who had got drafted The year before And turned it down And they just decided To not start him So they could start someone else put up four runs in the first three innings and they tried to bring that guy in to, to backpedal and it was just too late. Those kind of Crazy. things happen, man. If you don't go with your dude in that one game, yeah, uh, it can come back to bite you really fast. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, so point of story is I'm taking the Yankees. I just think it's a good story what the Twins have done, you know. Going from one of Great the, story. 103 losses yeah. to playoffs. Yeah. What, is that like the first time it's ever happened? Or, uh, I, I know, something? Like maybe that. the biggest turnaround season yeah. for
2: a playoff team, something like that.
0: But um, going into the Yankee Stadium, the Yankees are ready. They have some good hitters, good relievers. Yeah. That's kind of what you can do in one and, game. And so. Lord
2: knows Minnesota needs it after the way the Govers and the Vikings played last week. Yeah. But we'll get to that later.
1: So I'll just say now, this. I mean, Cardi B is on top right now of the rap game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's running everything right now. She's number one. You know, you talk about the Yankees are good. You know, Judge hitting yeah. bombs everywhere. Jesus and Mero, one of my favorite shows sure. on TV. shout out to the Bronx. All that being said, the Twins are going to win this There game. we go. There we go. The Twins are going to win this You're buying it. It's one of those, it's one of those things and like, I, I'm I'm bought in. Like, yeah. I don't know, I I don't even know that yeah. much about this team. No. You you
2: would love this team too. I know so I they're would. They're like young and they're fun. They got a guy from Germany, the only German boy player, Max
1: Kepler. I love it. You gotta love it. Um, I'm hopping Sony. on the the Twins bandwagon like Dragonfly Jones jumped on the uh, jumped on the the Brewers yeah. bandwagon a couple years ago.
2: Twins are run to the World Series inevitable.
1: Um, so we'll go Cleveland and wildcard. Cleveland and wild winner.
2: Unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> God, Corey Kluber's really good. Indians, yeah, he's, he's, he's decent. Indians are are pretty decent. You know they had some win streak. I can't remember. It's a couple games, like, I four, think, yeah. four or five games, something like that. But they'll that'll be like a five game series. I think the Twins will take like game three at home. But, uh, that will be pretty quick.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I'm jumping on the Twins I Like, Dragonfly Jones was on the Brewers bandwagon. I didn't tell you guys that he's not a Brewers fan anymore. That lasted about half a season. Yeah. So, playoffs, I'm shortening it. It's on I'm that bandwagon for one game. You All know, right. I, I like the Twins. They're fun, but Cleveland's too good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cleveland's too good. Um, they're on, they look like they're on a mission. They're getting hot at the right time. They have the pitching to neutralize the Yankees' young hitters in, in a big stage. They might not be ready for it. Um... You know, I just think the Indians will take this, no matter who they play. All
2: right, why don't we uh, sneak-draft it and keep it over there, for Nick, for Houston and Boston. One of the this this is a very, exciting, yeah. Yeah, this is
0: a very interesting series. It's the first one that's gonna get started on Thursday. I'm very excited for it. You know, Chris Sale and uh, Verlander, right? Verlander in game one the acquisition wow. there.
2: Yep. I mean, he's pitched
0: fantastic. Yeah. It's kind of, Yeah. it's a little scary to
2: think about because you know, those talks, like the guy besides you, the Dodgers are going after. Yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. like just dominated.
0: This is, a, this is a really tough one for me to pick. Um, but, I think I just have to go with the Astros. I think they have a deeper lineup. They have a good bullpen. They have hungry guys. They have a guy who could win the AL MVP in Altuve. Mm-hmm. And I just think they have a well-rounded team in every aspect of the game. Red Sox are, you know, they have Sale, who's their ace and one of the best pitchers in the AL, but I just don't think they have the depth and the rotation. Um, their hitters are good, but I think if this is Houston's time, they, they've finally arrived, they've finally grown up, and I think they're ready to take that next step, and they're going to beat the Red
1: Sox. Yeah, this yeah. Is, I think this is going to be a fun series. I, I, for Henry, I want to I be able to pick the Red Sox there, but um, I like the Astros too. I mean, I think they're another one of those fun teams to me. Like they, Altuve, fun, fun guy, fun player. Terrible five-hour energy commercial that he has. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, yeah, it's, it's horrific, trash. but um, that's one of the only bad things he's done. I love this. He's, a, he's yeah. a small guy. You know, I got to represent for my small guys. Not that I'm small. I'm, I'm about six eight for those of you guys who haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, just like Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> no, I mean it's it's the it's the Astros. They're again they've been having the number one seed all year except yeah. for when the wind streak yeah. happened. But um,
2: just like Tom Brady. Red Sox are done And finished
1: <laughs> um, It's like They're gonna You're yeah. picking them To win it all already like no, no
2: Done and finished Okay As we said um, the, the Astros You know They kind of had You know the Slept on destiny thing They've got that Original Sports Illustrated Cover that came out In 2013 And said You're 2017 World Series champions So Yeah This would be that year You know uh, They got dudes On that team They got this nasty lineup They got good starting pitchers Bullpen has been Suspected at times But has been better of late Um But I think they get it done For sure Against Boston Boston just doesn't have enough Starting pitching Not enough consistent Hitting Hanley Does turn it on the playoffs So if he, he can kind of yeah. be an X factor for that team We've seen it with the Dodgers But we'll see Um Toss it over the NL now. Keep the Dodgers last.
0: Yeah, I just want to also say, lastly, on the AL, I'm just a little disappointed that we're not going to get a Red Sox Yankees matchup for the first time. It half would be super years. fun. It yeah. would be so fun. The reality is, that it's just that it would be funny and it would
1: be annoying at the same time.
0: I really wanted it. I think it would be awesome. I just missed that rivalry, and it's, it seems like a good time for it to get renewed here, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I just think the Indians and the Astros are just the yeah. two clearly superior teams in that, also, in that bracket, and that side of the bracket.
1: I also do like that there's like these smaller. Teams coming up and like balling out like yeah. Red Sox Yankees is fun because it's obviously the historic rivalry. Mm-hmm. It would also suck because ESPN would just splooch themselves on Sorry. the site, yeah. um, and that's why I like like Houston and Cleveland are not teams that are just in it off, and I think that's fun. I think they bring a different vibe. That's vibe, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. It, it'll be good. You know, Houston certainly can use it after everything that's happened mm-hmm. there. And I don't know if the Texans are going to get it done this year. So that's, I think, something that's a little slept on. That would be a fun story. Um, heading over to the NL, Nationals, Cubs, really a, a powerhouse series. These, I don't know, it, it, it's going to be a really tough five games, I think. Um, starting enough off for me, just comes down um, to the starting pitching. I know the Cubs got all the experience. they got the World Series wave, you know, finish the year strong. But having three of the top five uh, starting pitching areas in the National League, or yeah. they, even in the Major Leagues, but uh, maybe National League, the Nationals just are too good in that sense. And if they get Bryce Harper back and he can swing it, they're a really nasty team with that offense.
1: Yeah, they've been playing well even without Bryce. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, a scary thought. Um, for those of you who know me, I'm LA Sports first, DC second. So, you know, the, the Nationals are my second favorite team in the league. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'm going Nationals here. That's not a surprise. I don't think to anybody in this room, um, no. especially if they get Bryce back. That's going to be scary.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, all the numbers do say the Nationals have what it takes to win this series, um, but something tells me you just can't underestimate the Harvard champion here. Uh, the Cubs, they were out, they were hungover all season long, but they started turning on late. They ran out. They got the division from the Brewers there, which was should not have even been a race. Yeah. And I just think something about the Cubs scares me. More than any yeah, other nl team um as a dodger fan yeah and i think that they have the magic and will bring it back when it counts the most and again the nationals always like to choke in the playoffs and i just think that might happen again i don't really have a good statistical backup for my reasoning here but i think the cubs will win this series even though yeah. they don't have home field advantage.
2: in baseball i'm like you know more so than any other sport i, I don't think you need statistics as much in the yeah. playoffs to pick your teams. It's just it's whoever's hot. And you always need seen it too much. Giants won two of their three World Series to literally just being
1: hot. And it's also, like, it's the worst sport to yeah. bet on. Like, in Vegas, yeah. like, I've made the mistake of doing it a oh, couple yeah. times, and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, I bet on, like, a team to win that was favored, and they lost by 13 runs. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what is that? Like,
2: quick, yeah, quick hot take, too. Joe Madden, kind of annoying now, I think. Wow. Well, I don't, I don't uh, think he's that cool anymore. It's like, all right, I get it You wear glasses No one else wears You wear a funny <laughs> hats That I got That's cool I get it uh, uh, you bring I nation. think
1: is the thing About the Cubs too Is like It was great Everyone year. was rooting yeah. for them and now to like do annoying. it Except for us During the series yeah. But like When they got there It was like Alright Cubs should do it And like I think it was the same thing As the Red Sox Where people were rooting For the Sox to win that year They won Yeah Oh, we, they were so annoying. We As hate them. hate them, so As annoying. Say, like, because, Cubs, like yeah. they won. Now I cannot like you again. And they're like, cool that's fine.
2: because they were bad because they were losing. Yeah. Like, now I don't, now Love I, I, I don't. want their I don't. win now. I don't care about that. The Dodgers haven't won since '88 now. now it does. We're, like, we're the embarrassing NL team that you know is a big market at least. Um. So we'll go to the division that matters. The divisional game that matters. Dodgers,
1: of course. Uh,
2: do we all pick Arizona? No, you pick. I Colorado. pick the Rockies. I pick
1: I think we all know we're going to take care of here. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> like, there was, like, a thought where we yeah. might build up suspense here, maybe.
2: But I don't think there's really... You guys got to, go, I guess, to discuss company, go five in the first round? Four.
0: Four? Four. Okay. I think I just, just want to say a few things about this Diamondbacks-Dodgers series. This is what I was saying, you know, when the Dodgers were going through that stretch in September when they lost 16 of 17. And yeah. six of those came to the Diamondbacks. And so the Diamondbacks got some sort of swagger and confidence. Mm-hmm all along you know yeah the Diamondbacks play the Dodgers tough but that's the regular season I think the lights are different in the postseason I think the Dodgers have the experience more so than the Diamondbacks I think the Dodgers will show the Diamondbacks what it's all about and the Diamondbacks might get one at Chase Field but it's it's gonna be four games Dodgers will beat the Diamondbacks and it'll be glorious
2: yeah I think so um, alright well, so we'll go to the AL first AL Championship Series um uh, for myself Cleveland U- oh we all have Cleveland-Houston yeah. um this is tough. This I, is so I, tough. I really thought I thought about this. Obviously, like I know who my winner is going to be overall. I think we all do. But this is the hardest one to pick. So these teams are so evenly matched. Um, but again, when it comes down to it, I think it's all about who gets hot at the right time. I feel like Houston is going to get hot at the right time. Um, but it's still not going to be enough because Cleveland's going to win. They're just too good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Nice. It nice. <laughs> really is just like Corey Kluber is disgusting. You know, you can make as much as you want about their win streak. You can make the same equation of the Dodgers' losing streak, but in the end, those are just regular season things, and it doesn't really matter too much. What matters is just, they have all the experience. They have Corey Kluber. They got Carlos Carrasco. They got Francisco Lindor. Yeah. They're nasty.
1: They have all the dudes, and then when you when you get to the playoffs, I think having a a, a manager like Frank Cone is going to be That too. Frank Mon- Cone is monstrous. such a dog. Such a dog. Monstrous. And I think that if there's a... One thing to put it over the edge for me, I'd, I'd yeah. put it on Francona. Did
2: you see that little story? I think it was on the Road Driven podcast yeah. about uh, Michael Jordan betting Tara Francona $1,000 would score. I think it was like 20 points the second half of the game. That just shows, you know, MJ yeah. respecting another yeah. old goat like that. Him and Terry,
0: very close. Yeah, this is going to be a great series. I think the series is going to go five. I really, really, really wanted to pick Houston just because I really like a lot of dudes on that team. And they have every shot to win this series, but I just think the Humpfield advantage will be with Cleveland. You know, as you said, the manager experience will be with Cleveland. The postseason experience in general will be with Cleveland, and all that combined is going to yeah. push them over the top. Cleveland to the World Series again.
2: Yeah. Uh, next one, for us, whether it be Nationals, Dodgers, um, or sorry, Nationals, Cubs, I think the Dodgers will get it done for all of us. Um, for me, I think this, is like, this series, that annual Championship series, will be like the defining factor for like Kershaw closing the book on like he can't mm-hmm. throw in the playoffs. Like I see him going two starts, sub two ERA, um, and the Dodgers just taking care of business.
1: And I think Kershaw, I agree with you. I think it's as a team too. Not being able to get out of the NLCS, yeah, has been plaguing the Dodgers. Yeah, he, so I but I think this. Is the, I mean, this is the year that they have to do it. Like they have everybody there. It's time.
2: Yeah. John not if you have Darvish next year. Five other teams have like won the division at least five consecutive times, and all of them had been in the World Series. It was two times in that span. Dodge the only team to not make it then, and the only team to not make it, not to win it all as well. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to be that team like the Braves where they won yeah. you know, 14 consecutive division titles with one World Series. You know, the team <laughs> is better than
0: that. Yeah, I just think Dodgers Cubs for me the rematch, the revenge series. It's part of the storybook. It's part of the journey. It's gonna have to happen. They have to go through the team that beat them last year, and they will. Mm,
2: there you go. Um, so World Series, we all have just, the same. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. I mean,
2: it's not that crazy because thousands of people are gonna make yeah. this prediction. I think it's, it's what's gonna happen. You know, and we talk all the time about baseball being so crazy, but one of the last you know couple of years, can I remember any two teams being so dominant throughout the season? Um, so it's going to be a great matchup. Kluber, uh, Kershaw, it's interesting to see where rotations will match up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't even know like whether you can do to predict it. I'm going to guess Dodgers' six games, um, get it done uh, at home. They're 2-3-2, two, two, right? 2-3-2 two, two yeah. in the World Series and the division and the National Championship okay. Series. So, I mean, I don't even know what there is to say. Obviously, picking the Dodgers, Dodgers get it done. Break the curse since eighty. I don't even a curse, but first time being back since, since 80. eighty-eight. First win since eighty-eight. It feels um, like a curse for us. It, yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> we're such spoiled LA fans, you know? got Lakers. Obviously, we well, I mean, start started with the Kings. Our three Kings championships. I we got two. Like, I can't remember.
1: I don't I, guess, I don't care about the other sports. I just I don't about care the about the Kings. I, think, but I mean, even as a SC fan, like yeah. you know, all that success that we had early. Yeah. You know, like I remember, like growing up, it was like one of my teams was gonna win it.
2: Yeah, every year. For me, it's what it felt like when you're growing up. Um, at sports, every other you know, they have the other Sparksman championship right now, they're gonna have their game five coming up. If You've been following that series at all, it's, it's been pretty classic. awesome. It's so, like, classic,
1: it's a classic WMA yeah. like it's links, Lakers. sparks are yeah, the two best. That
2: that's like, but Lakers, Celtics, same thing, you gotta love it. Um, it we just want, I just want a championship so bad, yeah, you know, especially for baseball, my favorite sport. The Dodgers, you know, I, I grew up, I always kind of split fandom between them and the Twins, and I think once I moved into the California, so much so it solidified my Dodger fandom, having to deal with all those trash-ass Giants fans. Yep. Um, but yeah, do you guys have a, a game prediction
0: or anything? Well, just a few anecdotes about the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, when the Dodgers were up 2-1, to one, and we coined the name Cautiously Optimistic, we were. All, I was feeling, you know, on the other side of the bracket last year, the Indians were thrashing whoever they were playing, yeah. and we were thinking, okay, Dodgers, Indians, this could happen soon. Obviously it didn't happen that way, but this year, interleague series in June, was kind of the start of the Dodgers becoming a juggernaut team. They took two or three from the Indians in Cleveland. Cody Bellinger hit a home run off Andrew Miller, Mm -hmm. so did did Kike. Andrew Miller got the loss in both of those games. It kind of gave me a sense of the Dodgers can compete with these big guys now. Kind of like the Dodgers are arriving as a team, as a true championship contender. And from there they went on to have their amazing summer. And now it's kind of like coming full circle, potentially in a World Series matchup. I just think it's all part of like this, you know, story. I
2: I feel like the the team is so concentrated on that end goal. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously the last month didn't go exactly how you want it to go. Um, Less than ideal, to say the least. (laughs) But I feel like the team is like, they've been there so many times now. The young guys get it. Everyone's so locked in. It's like, it's just, they play with, they won 103 games and play with a huge chip on their shoulder. You yeah. Know? Like, the, who else has the best record in baseball and isn't like immediately the favorite, I think. That's, it's crazy that they still get slapped on like that and, and disrespected to a certain degree.
1: Yeah. I don't think that the way that they play, nobody's satisfied. Hmm. And, and that's what you want to see, obviously. I mean, I, I want to, like, I think it's going to be five games. Yeah. I want it to be six just so they do it at home. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be five games. Like Damn that's dominance right there. Yeah, I don't I don't and the the Indians are really good. Yeah. But I think once the you get past that NLCS and I I think they're gonna have that one celebration in the in the dugout or in the locker room. Yeah. And they're gonna be done, that's it. Yeah. Move on. And it's gonna be focus, concentration. And I don't see like I see Justin Turner having a huge World Series
2: yeah, kind of exactly. thing you exactly. know gamers we got gamers so we can't get too ahead of ourselves yeah, now yeah, we little, have a lot more conversations no for notes. the playoffs we'll coming, start with but, yeah, the just some broadcasting notes game one of uh, the uh, Red Sox Astros series will be broadcasted by Joe Davis uh, good chance to hear him again we'll be doing any Dodger baseball uh, that we know of right now I, don't, I doubt they would give him his hometown broadcast for a playoff series but it'll be cool, and, and, also, and as we mentioned on Twitter, just yeah. what a wonderful
0: job he world yeah, yeah. did this past year. A yeah. Great job replacing Vin, obviously a guy who cannot really be replaced. But they did as as you know as good a job as he could yeah. do. Yeah,
2: and, and Nomar stepping in from time to time, and the whole broadcast team they did a great job. I don't know, what you guys feel about Charlie Steiner? I know you're not a fan. Right? Not you're a huge Steiner guy. I am. I'm a fan like guy. Steiner I, like his,
0: well. I like his. I like his little his wittiness. Yeah. And, uh, He'd been around the block a few times and he yeah. lets people know about it. Yeah, and uh,
2: and and Fox in a, in a shocking move is, is you know not gonna allow Kurt Schilling to say any like racist things in the postseason this year. <laughs> gonna go with uh, Big Poppy and Keith Hernandez. Uh, so we'll see. That should be fun. Their debut will be fun. We'll, we'll give you a little recap of that. Talk about you know who are our favorite postseason broadcasters are for baseball because yeah. I feel like they people really get touchy this time of year. Yeah, when you got you know. Joe Buck on there especially the most controversial figure in broadcasting the it's fun I, it, it, it's all,
1: always fun to watch this and be on Twitter at the same time because guys like Buck or you know Darling Darn. they're gonna get railed yeah, and we, it's so much fun to watch
2: we made a friend a couple weeks back and while we were ripping on Ron Darling some <laughs> some, some TNT troll so hopefully we'll run into him again yeah um, that's gonna wrap up baseball lengthy baseball discussion there Uh, It's the postseason, and we're ready to go.
1: We're ready. It was a tough weekend for the kid, your boy, Jesse. Starting on Friday, but we can talk about that later. Tonight was Monday Night Football. Uh, This is obviously not coming out on a Monday night, but uh, Skins Chiefs, uh, I loudly and famously predicted it as a lock for the skins on our last podcast. You could say you were even duped it. I feel like um, I, I
2: feel like I mentally beat you in that in that little segment right there.
1: See. And I got you too fired up about the skins. You yeah. got me fired up about it, but like the thing about it was with that, I was I was picking them as my team he had all anyway the confidence in the world. Yeah. And I had all the confidence oh, I mean, anyway. It wasn't was like right. I, I really did like it was a lock to me it anyway. Was, I wanted a, to pick a different lock for yeah. the fans.
2: It was a perfect storm. You know, it was more that you were writing the high wave of emotion. Um, and, and, and I understand that because I was too after coming after week three. Yeah. I figured my football team was just never going to lose again. And then I remembered, and literally, I don't know what it's like for you, but for me being a Vikings fan, I think I've described it as four, it's not like a matter of like, wow, I can't believe that happened. It's like, oh, we're, we're doing this again. Like, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, Delvin Cook tearing his ACL. That's, that's, that's tough. That's like, this is happening again. Like, this is really what's going down. Like, playing that good one week going to the next week it's unbelievable but the skins tonight Monday night almost did it almost yeah, yeah, no, nothing, nothing to hang your
1: heads about like, like and, and again I, I don't want to like I was so <clears throat> the game ended and I wasn't mad I wasn't upset because the fact that they went into Arrowhead and lost by three I don't care what the score said because <laughs> yeah, the last just ignoring Justin last Houston the and, Justin, I don't care
2: and, we, we got a tweet mid-podcast from he who
1: should not be named saying that you yeah. have to wear a Marcus Peters so jersey. yeah we had a bet um, we made this bet I forgot about it honestly yeah. but I write all my bets down on my phone okay. and shout out Rob uh, Rob Schneider he texted us and said hey do you guys have a bet on this game so I went and looked yeah. and sure enough there was one so uh, if the skins were to win he would have had to wear a Joe Theismann jersey during this year's Super Bowl and now I have to wear a Marcus, Marcus Peters jersey uh, during this Super Bowl but wow, that's I'm tough. just going to throw this out there if slash when the skins are in it, I'm not gonna do that. I'm, I'll wear it another time. I'm just I not think wearing that's it. Fair. Yeah, that's I think the only that's other. Fair. That's the only ramification I'm making. Yeah. But um, yeah, they. I mean, for you skins heads on the podcast listening. Well, first um, off, that sounded see, really bad. Actually, like, let's just all right. Let's. Can move, I take that back completely? No,
2: you can't because that's what you. For can't. all my
1: Washington DC, thank you Stay football to Washington. fans. We don't, you know, oh, we don't man. use the word on the
2: podcast. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure I probably said it twice already.
1: So, but but like they looked great Washington looked great they looked great if there's not for two injuries if Rob Kelly doesn't get hurt if Josh Norman doesn't get hurt we win that game yeah. and I have no like when Kelly went down we abandoned the run rightfully because Samaji P. Ryan is just not cutting it this yeah. year he, he ran a little better today but then for you I mean Mac Brown was inactive he's a great running back and yeah. he should be getting more carries than P. Ryan anyway they win that game if they can get time of possession if Kelly's not hurt they get more time of possession they win that game and yeah. I stand by that so I'm Enthused by what happened, actually. Yeah. All right. I'm sure all your skinheads yeah. are enthused. I just had to get that out. Yeah. I just had to get that all out. All the skinheads are fired up about what You're going to keep going? I mean, I know I've said it. But. Um,
2: so I know we, uh, you know, although our football team's a disappointing weeks, so I don't have much more to say about the Vikings. You know, they tough. They scored seven points. Yeah. And the defense play really well. They have a great defense. But Nick, the Rams, Ramly, Ram
0: Nation, um, Ram built yeah. Ram tough. Yes. Uh, yes. And very unexpected because yeah. I will be the first to admit that in my picks as we post on Twitter I did not I picked the Cowboys to win this game he yeah. was in That's Dallas a, it's kind of a not a yeah. actual it's fan in your team move, fan move. But, yeah you know I learned my lesson they showed me and I, I do apologize to the Rams it's like for a, them. every year you know but, but but let me say something I do have a right to doubt them because think about this with their with this win over Dallas a very impressive win one of the best wins of the past two seasons mm-hmm. they improved the three and one However, they were also 3-1 last year, and they mm-hmm. finished that season 1-11. So, I have a reason to be skeptical of anything that the Rams yeah. do right now. First, first off, but, but not if you're watching them. Yeah, it's so much different 3 You and watch the first four years. games yes, of the yes, season. The year. That, that is the difference. I, I'm more optimistic about these Rams. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic, of Less course, about, about these Rams. Uh, some numbers here. Last season, when they were 3-1, they were only averaging 15.8 points per game. This year, it's 35.5. They're 5-5. the highest scoring team in the NFL. So, yeah.
2: like, Jesse, when he goes through the Redskins schedule every season he this is famous he yeah. usually ends up with like a 13 to three <laughs> year like regardless of how good or bad that team is but that's fine because that that just makes that tells me that Jesse is, is a true fan and, and the thing sure is like
1: it, I'll always give you
2: reasons why we're gonna beat yeah, that team and, and and yeah there's never just you know blatant you know things that just just there's always discretion to it um I think both of us this year will probably pick 16 straight victories for oh, the skins and like in our no in one, our picks like I hundred percent tell you I'm not gonna pick against the books. Especially after the last two weeks yes. of the skins. Um, so I just don't be afraid dude, to take the crazy you know upsets there.
1: Yeah and just yeah, come uh, to me. Just, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed as a yeah, fan just just either. talk to your boy. I, I had them winning. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I picked that game. You did. Yeah, uh, yeah but
2: you did, you know you lost your lock, but you got, got was my your upset. upset that was so the same my upset me. Uh I What was my lock? I can't remember my lock right now, but I got my upset no, actually, sorry, I didn't want to my lock because my block was the Chiefs. Oh, that's right, <laughs> it was. Uh, there was never a doubt in my mind. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, okay. And then, and then the Bills were my my upset team. Beat the Falcons. Very nice game from Tyrod. Um,
1: but I mean, yeah. go, going back to like the, the the Rams are real. Like this isn't. They're nice. And I, I think I said this after week two. I mean they're gonna win they're gonna win the NFC West. I I don't have a doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, honestly.
2: This, is, this is I mean, now look ahead. For the Rams this week against the Seahawks, um, I think they win at home. They got to get. I don't even know if that's an upset. The Rams play the Seahawks I don't the right now. I yeah, mean, the Seahawks are what two and two. They're not as good as the Rams are. That's they're true. not as good as the Rams. Um, I mean, they just which haven't is played insane to that, say that potential. But Sean McVay is a Dude. real G. <laughs> yeah, he just sits over there. He just it just fiddles away on his he's, on his. He's thirty one. You know, they're not iPads, but I don't even know what they are. Thirty two. Um, is he thirty two now? Thirty two. Yeah. I thought he was thirty one. But so. yeah, he's he's you know he has players on the team that are older than. Him. Yeah, like that. It's it's nuts.
0: Well, if we're um, gonna look ahead to week five, yeah, uh, do we want to get to our locks and
1: upsets for week five? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll start. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm still a little hurt uh, by tonight, and I'll start with my upset, um, and that's the Chiefs losing to the Texans. Uh, I I'm a believer in Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun obviously had a new crazy week this week with the five touchdowns, four passing, one running. He's not going to do that again, but. Uh, this, is, this is It's a good Chiefs team. It's a top five team in the league. But um, I really do believe in Deshaun. I think this team has a new energy around it. Will Fuller coming back as a second wideout. Uh, this Texans team is real. They'll probably win the AFC South. Um, and they beat Kansas City this week. And my lock. Um, so you're going to enjoy this. I think the Vikings take that dub in the NFC North matchup. And, and beat Chicago. On the road, too. And Chicago's weirdly... Decent. I don't even know what the, they like, they're just, terrible. They and then play then
2: exactly up to the caliber of who they're playing. Like they beat the Steelers this year. Like that's, that's insane. A, yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. We and it's the it's, letting, it's the Trubisky
1: like, debut. That's the main thing. Like yeah. the Vikings defense is way too good yeah, to it's, let it's a tough a tough rookie decision. first start beat them.
0: Exactly. I think that's a good time for me to jump in here. Go ahead. Because um, go ahead. Something about this game, and don't ask me why, but I'm picking it as my upset the Bears at home are going to ball out, Quick question. and they're going to beat the Vikings. Quick yeah. question. Okay. Why? Why? It's tough to pinpoint. I know you just said don't ask you why, and that's why I wanted to ask you, because I don't think you have a reason. My reasons at this point, as of this recording, are that the Bears are playing at home. The Vikings lost last week. To they Monday. lost Dalvin, and that's huge. Yeah. Right, they lost a big player. The Bears... They're just punching bags for the whole league. Everybody's you know, trashing them this year, and they don't like that. And the Bears are going to come out at home in Chicago. It's getting nippy. The Vikings now not to play in nippy weather. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears are taking How's it. If I was in your situation, okay. I'd be like, they, they got, yeah. they got so. an enclosed stadium now, so they don't have to. Like The Bears are taking it anyway. Nonsense. Anyway. It's, an up- it's an upset. I'm going to stop upset.
2: all this blast me. Let me say my lock first before you do Oh, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> Go
0: on. We're almost kind of saying like you don't deserve a lock yeah. after that. But Anyway, I'll make my lock much quicker than my upset description. It's Eagles over the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are just in a really bad way right now after the loss to David Johnson. They don't have any run game. Yeah. Uh, they barely squeaked past the 49ers last week and barely squeaked past the Colts the week before that, which are just two very bad teams. Philly's solid team this year. Philly will be at home and they'll win. Lock. I mean, and it's funny if you mentioned
2: them being at home because they played a home game last week. Although it was in Carson, I don't know if you guys saw the fans there. Uh, pretty Eagles much dominated that. Pretty much an eagle fan. Um, uh, shout out, Chargers players were saying themselves sound like a road game. Shout out. Shout out. Dylan Fleck was there at the game. Eagles fan, unfortunately. Sigh. Eagles. Sigh. Yeah, buddy Jeff Garcia was there as well. He yeah. took some snapchats and he literally like he did a, a like a full like three sixty turn of a section. And
1: it was all Eagles fans, like eighty-five like percent Eagles. But that's players. the way it's gonna be for the rest of the season. Like yeah. I know, I'm gonna try and make it out to the and Washington we, game. And we,
2: we'll, we'll have this um, maybe a discussion another time. But I felt more so this week than the other that the Charges now is just a mistake. It's oh, a mistake it was, yeah. that they've come, and it really was solidified watching the Eagles. more more terrible. Fans. It's it's a joke. Um, Switching so to my picks, I'm also gonna lock in the Vikings this week. Bears, Grubinski yeah. start. They're pretty bad. Obviously, they played better in some games, close games against the Falcons, games that. Should have won, but they don't. That's the reason why they're going to mm-hmm. lose this game. Um, uh, it'll be impressive if Trubisky can't knee a, bar, knee a ball farther than Glennon did. I've yes. never seen any that was an you know, kick knee. a fumble to the other team's safety. Yeah. That was in- unbelievable. Um, so, you know, he can only go up from there. The offense can too. And then my upset for the week, even though, you know, we talked so much how much we like them Seahawks are going to be the Rams. Um, oh. Yeah, this is partially just a spite Nick. <laughs> he against me. But I also think the Seahawks, uh, they're going to turn it up here. You know, they're a good team. They, they have that win. They got a very solid defense. Uh, Russell Wilson's, you know, securing the ball. And I don't love Russell Wilson, but he's doing a good job. Um, this new running back that they have, this guy that everyone is talking about. Who's Carson? No, McKintry. Oh. Carson went down. He's going to be out for the U.S. That was really nasty. But McKintry looked great in his last game. Caught it just like Carson out of the backfield really fast. Eddie Lacy, I love watching. Literally, it, it was funny you now watching the games. So you still still used to see Marshawn in the, you know, the navy blue and and neon green as the traditional colors are. For horrific, horrific. Colors. <laughs> I like the colors. I don't, I don't mind. Them, yeah, don't those, have. those are my favorite. I just hate the Seahawks. Yeah, more so than anything. Um, if you if Eddie Lacy and McKendree had a baby, it would just look like Marshawn. You know, because <laughs> you got one really skinny, fast, dreaded guy, one larger than life, dreaded guy. Fat. <laughs> he literally is so fat. Yeah. Um, but I I just like. Uh, I like the ramps to slow down a bit. If Eddie
1: Lacy touches the ball more than five times, they're not going to win that game, guaranteed. Like, Eddie Lacy's just bad You match. think they'll eat it and they're going to run out of balls? Maybe. That's a that's a that's definitely a scenario where that I could see happening. Wow. I, I mean, I just don't think... I think the Seahawks are so average this year. Yeah, So I average. Mean, yeah, the defense weird. isn't as good as it has been. It's so
2: weird because they made that trade in the preseason um, to bolster their front side. Yeah, they got Richie too. And, and it just hasn't worked out as well as it has. No, cornerback's also a little banged up. And, you know, Sherman can't do it all himself, mm-hmm. um, and he's still great. People people doubt him, but Richard Sherman is a great cornerback. Um, so yeah, that's the locks and upsets. Last week I went, I had both my lock and upset.
0: Jesse, you went one and one. Nick, you went. Yep, I got both. My lock was the Seahawks, and my upset was the Jets, inducing a little jet lag. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, the we jack. had a controversy in our group chat. <laughs> Nick thought I cut off his joke, although I, you know. I'm a, a firm mistake. believer a in my firm believer in puns, in all shapes and sizes. So just know I would never cut that out. The there worst, was, the worst there part of it is, is there, was no, said, there was no worst part about
0: it. it was a no, pun. No, and and it's it a shame that the
1: audience never got to hear it. Now they hear it. The worst part about it was he said jet lag, no pun intended, as if he didn't intend the pun. Yeah. Of course you did. Also, I just want like you know in, in these times,
2: America is supposed to be representative of everything throughout the world, and we're supposed to send out, you know, our, our best. Uh, intentions and feelers. Why do we keep sending the Jaguars? To London? Like they think that the Jaguars, they're like Blake They're like like Blake has got to be the number one jersey uh, in London if there if there's any bot. But maybe it's four net. They now. literally like I feel like they've played there every year. I think they have. Yeah, but no, insane, they send out the Jaguars every year. So upset if I was on the Jaguars and I knew I had to make one trip to London every year. It's terrible. It's such a dumb game. But hey, uh, it is what it is. NFL's not going to change. That's our little recap. Uh, we'll just keep rolling here. I was going to say, something that did yeah. change,
0: though, was, or maybe something that maybe didn't change, but maybe turned, the tables that turned, the college football tables of L.A. turned last weekend, because... This is a really long week. <laughs> it's, it's not good, either. Yeah, I was, I was losing track of it. USC, during, during UCLA,
2: it. flip-flopping places.
0: You USC loses. Okay. USC, USC loses. Jesse, take us through it. Emotions, feelings. Is USC as That's done actually. as the Patriots
1: or more done than the Patriots? Well, there are now, I think, 14 in the nation. so They're so done. And they're in a, a bad Pac-12 South. So they're still going to the Pac-12 championship game. Will they'll see Washington or Washington State? I guess the real question is, if they win out, even if they win out, do they make the playoff? That's the question that I've been battling with. But my thing is, like, the Big 12 is good. They could beat each other up. The Big 10 at the top... Not bad either. They could beat each other up. I don't... Yeah, maybe. I see Clemson going in undefeated, and yeah. Bama maybe. Like, I think Georgia has a shot to beat Bama, but that's really it. Um, and they meet each other in the uh, SEC championship. Are you scared of Washington State, were you, to meet them no. in the championship game? No, because we didn't have three of our offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get our second-best receiver to the game. Um, Porter Gustin, our, one of you our mean, best you didn't linebackers. did get him to the game. Like, he stayed in L.A. like he was hurt. Oh, okay. Um and then Porter Stephen Mitchell's the guy yeah. Porter Gustin didn't go we were so banged up it was Sam Darnold's yeah. worst game of his career and we lost by three in a short week at Pullman which is not an easy place to play I'll take that like no, I'm not happy yeah it took me a day but we're still going to the Pac-12 championship we still can win the Pac-12 and probably go to the playoffs
2: yeah, As a you know a, a pretty bandwagon uh, USC fan at this point Because they're good again I'm you know i going to just go out there and say that it's not okay to lose this game uh, Simply with the fact that this is Darnold's supposed to be his year This is supposed to be the yeah. comeback You know, Darnold's going to leave after this year And then they have another question in quarterback And that's just been the thing that's held them back the last 5 or 6 seasons Amongst other things NCAA related But the biggest thing is that they've always had a great quarterbacks so And Darnold's supposed to be the return to that So to lose this game these are the games that traditionally great teams win. You need to go and take care of business, especially in the Pac-12, especially on the road. Like Washington State, obviously number four team in the nation. Um, they're much, much better than they have been in the last decade. But it's a the game they got to win. This is it's, it. sucks because it ruins their national championship chances. That's how college football goes. Um, we have our poll up right now, just between college football and the NFL. I think we have one day left in it. College um, football's college football got two thirds. You know, I just want to say there's a lot of USC followers on there, so that makes sense.
1: Well, I'm just saying, uh, okay. I didn't even retweet it until, uh, at like a day, and college football has been in the league the whole day, the whole time.
0: It's shocking to me. We'll
1: have this debate yeah,
0: another time. As, it, as, as, we, close off this, as yeah. we close off the segment, though, I just want to ask Jesse, kind of your overall thoughts. What, what, what goes through your mind on a weekend in which UCLA wins and USC
1: loses? Uh, this year, nothing, because, I like, UCLA lost to Memphis. I'm not, I'm not tripping on UCLA at all. Like... I don't, I don't care if they win. Or, like I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy when they lose. But when they win, it's nothing to me.
2: Yeah, I mean the thing is, that really, is They're not worth like, my. Once you lose, they're two, not worth my care. Once you lose, like that's the thing about college football too. Is like you lose two games and you just become an irrelevant team. Yeah. It's tough, and it's like you know, so what? Like it's fun to watch a little bit. Rosen, obviously keep your eye on because of the draft and the highs I yeah. watch. But that's pretty much gone at this point. Um, I don't know. I overall first four weeks, five weeks of college football in Los Angeles, I'd call them disappointing. Just because I wanted SC to be undefeated, takes you got to win big time games. You know, even though you want to take Texas as a big time game, not really. You know, they're not that good of a team. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. a lot more to it than like you know, you know, the history and everything of the men's Young game. But I don't think
1: Texas finishes with more than four losses. That's a bad. I mean, it's just it's just not eight and four is not bad for a team that had in the Big national, Twelve had national Oklahoma championship. State had national sh- Oklahoma State I'm not
2: talking about Texas. They are not that good. They're not as good as they have been in the past. That's what I was talking if, about. If it was Texas. Not, I'm, I'm just saying. If you want to be like okay, like oh, you know, they you know, that's our biggest win is Texas. No, we should have smacked Texas. I'm just saying, yeah, it's it's a Stanford's a bigger win. Disappointing year for the Chargers in my mind, losing this
1: this early. They're still, I mean, they're still going to go to the Pats. It's not. I I said in our college football preview as well, they're going to lose one game somewhere. I'm glad it's here rather than down the line to a worse team than Washington State, who's going to be in the mix all year. Washington State's biggest games left are Washington and Oregon. Yeah, and Stanford. More so, they just... beat Stanford. Oregon's good. Oregon's good, so that's a chance. And and Washington, they probably lose to. But I don't actually don't even know what Washington is yet. So yeah, because they haven't played anybody. So that's a tough game for Washington. Washington State could be the second best team in the Pac-12. I mean, they're the first best right now. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm saying USC is better. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean we'll see I'm pretty sure they will match up in that conference championship I'd game. love to see them again so we'll see we'll then people. I think the will take your should take your business the rest of the way yeah. Washington State besides that Washington game a couple trap games here and there hashtag trap games don't tell us that you didn't hear it first um, but we'll have more college football coming at you soon uh, for now we're going to get to the end of the show and right. now
1: it's time for the fast food flavor fast food flavor fast food flavor Jess what's on the menu today so there's two main boxes in fast food. You got your Munchie Meal box from Jack in the Box. Of course, they got to have a box. Yeah. Jack in the Box. Boxes You got box. your Taco Bell box. They they rotate main entrees, and then they got the Cravings box. Um, a new box came in the game. It's the All-Star Meal from Carl's Jr. Five different $5 meals. Um Oh, I just want to say, aren't you forgetting that
2: KFC, they always screaming about their $5. They do boxes. have the, yeah, you're right.
1: They do have the $5 box. Three main. But uh, anyway, It was th- 5 and now it's $6, which is a little unfortunate for KFC. Car- Car- Carl's Jr. with the $5 All-Star Meal. Um, if you're going to come out with five different boxes, have some variety, four of the five boxes, the main entree is a double cheeseburger. Ooh. The other one's tenders. But like, they just switch up their secondary entree. I'm like, Yo, if your main entree has to be different. But they're trying to give me new meals. I had it. Leaves a lot to be desired. Their double cheeseburgers, nothing special. Um, like it, it was really disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, they tried it. They try and give me this variety and like don't. There's no variety. There's nothing. I was gonna go like maybe I'll try different ones every different time and I go up and I'm like this is all the same thing in five different ways.
2: Yeah. Wow. Carl's that's also funny. just a, also in the more expensive side. And that's so that's it's, why it's, I was yeah. excited
1: about it because it's a five dollar meal. So I'm gonna get a good entree, but then they're just like we're not gonna give you any of our best stuff. That's oh, that's tough. Tough. Like you the Western Bacon's not out he, on it yeah. anywhere. You know what I'm wondering. Yeah,
2: you know he needs them.
1: You need the stars. And it's funny because it's Carl's Jr. They got the logo. That's the stars. Mm-hmm. Or a Hardee's if you're over there in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, crazy motherfuckers. You know, if we're going to talk about just straight taste, it's a it's a six and a half. But the fact that there's no variety and the execution of it takes it down. We're going to go, this is like a, a five. This is a, Yes, I was hoping for this. The
0: ironic five star for Carl's Jr., this is this is what I wanted. It's a, the non-positive five star. Can you explain the irony? The irony is that Carl's mm-hmm. Jr. is a star with five with, points. With five points. A star with five points. And this is a five star. And it's a five dollar meal. I just realized that too. And it's a five dollar meal. Lots of five mentions here, but the five star is not a good five star. Just I thought it's very all ironic. Right. I was so gonna be like five, like five stars.
2: Okay, I remember. Okay, all right. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Well, thanks for that, Jess. Uh, Again, the world is in debt to you for all your reporting and fast food flavor. I'm just so doing we the people's appreciate work. you. Um, and that's fast food flavor. Fast food flavor. Fast food flavor. And now we get to the end of the show. Uh, the super hot, interesting takes and shout outs. Uh, you know, we got to keep people on their toes, got to be people listening, congratulated, whatever it may be. Today we have a shout out and a take. We're going to start with our man Nick here with a little shout out.
0: I yeah, just want to give a little shout out more, offer my condolences to my roommate Henry, a diehard Patriots fan and a diehard Colorado Buffaloes fan. Tough weekend for him. Uh, went to the Buffs game at UCLA this weekend. Uh, Buffs showed some promise there early, but ultimately came up short. Uh, great Instagram story, Henry, uh, from that night. Uh, I'll always remember it. And uh, sorry that you had to wake up the next day and see the Patriots lose. That is just a tough weekend. Keep your head up get back on the horse and we'll get it next time
2: I'm going to pause the middle of that story I'm just very
0: yeah. like what, what happened in this Instagram story that you're cool just, always remember it just a very entertaining story uh, if you don't know my roommate Henry he's a very artistic with the story very creative uh, very highly respected by me in terms of the, sto- <laughs> of the storytelling <laughs> yeah. that he does yeah and that's no other, no Nick,
2: other thing. Nick yeah. a guy who completely abandons one form of stories is going to say that he is a judgmental guy when it comes to stories but I get it you got to appreciate the art either way
0: I think, is he more, you know, is he get artistic with the drawing, or is he just like the camera work? The camera work. Camera uh, work. He, okay. he he is a nighttime editor on the side, and uh, he has an editing background film. He likes to take photos. He incorporates all of the artistic sensibilities. Uh, <laughs> Does sens- that apply sens- to Snapchat? Like sensibilities, yes, into okay. this Instagrams. Uh, shout okay. out Henry, there you go. There you
2: go. I got a quick shout out too, actually. Might as well, because, you know, it is the week that has just passed. But shout out to my brother and my father. Birthdays. Your- Gotta do it. Happy birthday, Arch! 22. Deuce, deuce. Pocket rocket. Yeah. Bob, sorry that the Gophers and Vikings lost <clears> this weekend uh, on your birthday, but it's okay. And now we're gonna get over to an extra spicy hot take uh, from the Divine Swine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking to Quick Chat up Joe. I was texting him on the way over here um, today, and here. we started talking about quarterbacks, and like, I just like I was talking about, it, and I kind of realized something that I I believe. Hinted at it earlier. I picked up this guy on my fantasy team, not in our league, so, but in a different one. Well, actually, in our other league. Okay. Um, and you know, I he played really well this week, and I don't think he's gonna play like this every week. But the Texans are gonna go to the AFC Championship game. Ooh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> like, what a... I, I I fully I like... believe in Deshaun, and I don't think that the rest of the AFC is that great. Like they have to go through the Steelers, and that's going to yeah. be tough. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll put up a
2: poll about who believes in Deshaun Moore, you or Dabo Sweeney? you know as you Dabo know, he, or or Shea. A lot of true. this is
1: Shea. Like Shea yeah. had me in my feelings this Dabo Sunday too. Dabo
2: referred to him as a Michael Jordan type generational. You, you player. can't pass on. Cannot pass. You're on him. passing on him, and then a you, bunch of teams yeah. passed on him. <laughs> Um, Texans did not, though. Um, and I, and I know he's not going to do
1: the four passing and one rushing touchdown every week. I, I, um, but the Titans' defense yeah, isn't he, terrible. He fires me up. They, I'm, like, I'm with their you. Side, and that defense is good. And yeah. Will Fuller back, you obviously got Hopkins. Like This is a good team. And wow. Lamar seems Lamar Miller seems yeah, re-energized. The,
2: the AFC South is always winnable, especially with Andrew Luck now playing. That's what I'm saying. They win the AFC yeah. South and
1: get in the playoffs. Anything can happen. And they insane. could finish with 11, 12 wins and maybe get a bye. Like Who knows? you're really going very high end here but I like it that's what the hot takes are about so there you go folks
2: uh, we'll toss them out there on Twitter you can debate that <laughs> that's going to bring us to the end of the show here um, once again don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter like us on Facebook subscribe, subscribe. Ooh, we saw oh, at the same time. time wow that's nice, that's nice. Wow. see the little cloud? you know what it is um, anyway uh, thanks again Shout out all of them, all the people that are following us. Over 200 followers now.
1: Subscribe. On- no, you didn't do it with me that time.
2: All right, ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. SoundCloud. One, oh. two, three. Apple. Shit sandwich. Oh. And that's going to wrap it up for this
0: week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to our two, 200 plus followers now on Twitter. We like, to keep, we like to keep that number growing. We hope to see more of that in the future. Oh, Go Dodgers. Yeah,
2: right? a quick announcement, too. We'll yeah. be doing uh, some, some bobblehead giveaways. Well, the announcements will come this week? Um, we we'll have a lot of things in the woodworks you know we've talked about some uh, you know pre-usC UCLA activities we got some mm-hmm. ideas brewing so that'll come to the forefront as this week goes on but for now subscribe we'll talk to you again so real soon folks peace bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to these expensive these red bottoms these bloody shoes hit the school, I can get them both I don't
1: want and I'm quick Cut a nigga off